My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. What do you do if you're stuck with a narcissist on a holiday? Take a look. You have to remember who you're dealing with here. A narcissist doesn't act like anything other than a narcissist. If you expect him to act like anything else, you're just going to be setting yourself up for disappointment. Try not to take anything personally. And if the narcissist says or does things that upset you around the holidays, try this one word. Interesting. Gray rock. Don't give them a single minute of your anxiety or stress if you can avoid it. At least don't let them see it. If you must deal with a narcissist on this holiday, remember the gray rock. Remember to say, interesting instead of what do you mean la 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 no don't give them one bit of your anxiety okay that's what they want they want attention if you avoid giving them the attention they're seeking they might just leave you alone or at least stop the current tactic and try something different i know how easy it is to be triggered by a narcissist anytime it's especially true on the holiday remember that when we're engaging with a narcissist we're making ourselves vulnerable to them to their ability to turn everything around on us to their ability to make us the bad guy the smear campaign the whole nine yards and you know that a narcissist does not have any ability to censor their behavior. They play low and they use everything they can against us. They find the, the, the spot on you that hurts the worst and they poke, poke, poke it. So this year, don't give them that pleasure. Remember, if the narcissist thinks they're not getting what they want, they're not getting the attention they need, what is their other option? Well, they can walk away. Maybe that'd be nice, right? or they will turn up the charm and try to impress you and make you excited and happy about them again. If they know they have nothing to gain, there's no financial or material or other sort of gain in the deal, they want to dazzle people with their other side. Of course they do this to make us look delusional, but as long as they are behaving themselves, your holiday might be a little easier. When you are with family that's toxic, a lot of times what we're trying to do is fit it into a box of what we wish it was. We're trying to like reconcile it and fix it and make it better in our mind. We know we know we can't, but we're trying, right? And so we're engaging with people as if there's going to be something different about the situation that's going to make it better. And we know it's not. So if you can recognize and allow the truth to be there, allow what is, is what, you know, the Popeye, I am what I am, right? Allow that to be the truth so that you're not fantasizing about something that should be and you're not spending your time and spinning your wheels on trying to create something that will never be in that family. It allows you then to set boundaries, which is number two thing I want to talk about, setting boundaries. So it allows you to go from, oh my gosh, I got to fix it. Oh, I have to talk to mom and she's going to need this and they're going to need that. To, you know what? They have their needs, whatever. I'm not here to serve that. I'm here to have a holiday with my family and there are certain people here I'd like to talk to. So you get to set those boundaries. Set the boundaries who cares if other people get upset with them you over time can learn to have people see you differently to shift the perspective of you being the caregiver the peacekeeper the scapegoat all of that but it takes some serious boundaries work and it's not always possible if you have really pushy insistent narcissists in the family so setting boundaries could be something as simple as a time limit conversation topics you will not talk about escape plans bringing a friend with you you know these are all things to place boundaries between you and the toxic people. And then another thing is 
like I just said, choose off topic type um, types of things to say to talk about and don't engage if it's a topic that you've set a boundary on. So so let's say that you're like, I'm not talking politics this year because uncle so-and-so is there and he's super toxic and all he's going to do is push his politics on everyone. And when he starts, you have something else you either say that just diverts things. You go, whoa, that's interesting. Oh my gosh, look over there. You know, like basically you're like squirrel, right? Not doing it, not talking about it. And, and if that doesn't work, you, you start <laughs> coughing. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh my gosh, excuse me. I gotta go get a drink. You see? Diversion, deflection, get away from the topics you don't want to talk about. You have a right and to talk about what you want to talk about in life. You're not a prisoner of their delusional world if you set a boundary. And if you know the things, like know what you're going into, if you're going to be around or have phone conversations with a toxic parent or sibling or whatever, know the boundaries, know the things that you you know they're gonna bring up and have a little list, especially if you're on the phone or texting, that are the off-limit topics so that, and then have little ideas of where you can point that finger to the squirrel. One last thing, don't forget to skip the Hoover on the holiday. Take a look at this and Stay strong, my friend. So what is hoovering anyway? Just for those of you who don't know, the hoovering technique was named after the famous vacuum cleaner, as you might have suspected. And it's one of the many common manipulation tactics used by narcissists. It's basically when a narcissist sucks you back into the relationship after they've gone no contact or after they have discarded you, whether that was intentional or otherwise and often after you have chosen to go no contact. They suck you back into the relationship or some version of it. It often begins innocently enough, sort of subtly, but it always happens with just one target and that is to regain control of you in the relationship. Whether it's because they want you to be their backup supply or it's because they want you to remain as their permanent primary supply. Hoovering usually begins after the devaluing and the discard phases, when the silent treatment stops giving the narcissist pleasure and when they're ready for more, more of that supply that you've been so good at giving them for all these months or years. Or it'll start when the narcissist knows that you're left or you're leaving and they fear that you won't return because they like your supply. The thing is, it's especially prominent on the holidays because people are lonely. Not just narcissists reach out to old exes on the holidays, my friend. The idea is that the narcissist needs to reestablish contact with you in order to re-engage you for the narcissistic supply that you've been so good at providing all this time. This is a dangerous tactic, my friend, because once the narcissist gets their foot in the door, you often find yourself being love-bombed and hearing promises of brighter days ahead. Everything's going to be awesome. But just like poor Charlie Brown, you're bound to fall again. So how are you going to deal with a narcissist hoovering today? If you're still stuck in that relationship, might as well just let it happen, but keep some safeguards in place. So first of all, don't take the bait, because if you do, you might end up allowing the narcissist to cross your boundaries and you end up settling for less than you really deserve in the long run. Plus, you don't want to allow yourself to start doing the things that you wouldn't normally do in order to please the narcissist again, and you don't want to stop taking care of yourself in favor of the narcissist's needs. Most importantly, you don't want to give up your own independence. But in general, if we're talking about regular hoovering where they're trying to suck you back in on a holiday, let's go with this, all right? The first thing you need to do is make sure that your boundaries are firmly in place. Don't let them be changed or broken during the holidays. It is too easy to give in right now, right? Because we're all feeling kind of low. Only don't do it. Number two, if you've put safeguards in place or consequences in place due to the narcissist's bad decisions, keep those in place even and especially during hoovering, especially during the holidays. Know that this phase is going to end. Know that you're going to be back to normal with the narcissist at some point. This is just a temporary attempt the narcissist is making to suck you back in. Don't believe me? Look at the narcissist's previous patterns in your own relationship or the relationships they've had with other people in the past. Next up, make a special effort 
to maintain your healthy activities and relationships and even increase your engagement with those things, anything healthy in your life, especially during the holidays. This will help to strengthen your recovery efforts and it'll help you stay on track with no contact during the holiday. A lot of times we kind of let the narcissist hoover us to bargain with us, right? We will try to create positive change in our relationships because right now they're, they're trying to get us back. So they're acting nice and sweet and kind. So we'll be like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll consider it, but you have to do X, Y, Z first, or I have to see that you're trying. I have to see this or that or the other thing. And we think that because the narcissist seems so receptive, they seem so on top of stuff. They seem like they're so, yes, anything you want, I'll do that thing, but at least more so than usual well our requests seem like they're going to be heard but they're not you got to understand most of the time any change that is created during a hoovering phase holiday or otherwise is going to be short-lived you're only going to be setting yourself up for disappointment in that situation you have to keep in mind that as big of a jerk as the narcissist can be they are a person with a personality disorder they are a person with a personality disorder and mood swings and they're rapidly swinging here and there and the everywhere rapidly changing ideal ideals ideas and ideals all part of that thing. So you don't want to allow their personality disorder to fool you. You have to remember what they really are. Even if part of them really wants to create those changes and they really seem honest, it will not continue to stay safe for you. It will eventually roll right back to where you were when you didn't want to be with them in the first place. Next up, remember that knowledge is power. Educate yourself on NPD. You're doing that right now. Make an effort to understand what you're dealing with and who you're dealing with because understanding does lead to overcoming. Next, don't allow yourself to depend on the narcissist emotionally at all, especially during the holidays. They will disappoint you every single time, especially when it matters the most. The hoovering phase can and will cloud your judgment and you might even end up setting yourself up for some real emotional devastation if you allow the narcissist to lull you into that false sense of security and intimacy. Don't let it happen to you. That's all I've got for you right now. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. I'm very grateful for you. And thank you for letting me be a part of yours. I'll see you soon.